Hey guys, welcome back to Handling It. I'm your host, Catherine, and as you know, I thought I had my life all figured out, and then I realized I really, really didn't. But I'm handling it, and one of the best ways I've learned how to do that is to talk with others on how they're handling their own lives. Now, I'm personally so excited about this week's guest. For those of you that remember, last summer there was a story that came out, and it went viral, about a one-hour photo shop in LA that country singer Casey Musgraves walked into. The shop, called Tom's One Hour Photo, is owned and operated by a man named Tom Twing, who moved from Vietnam to the U.S. and opened up the shop in Koreatown, L.A. in 1991. In addition to developing photos, Tom also photographs customers desiring a portrait in the in-shop photo studio. In today's digital age, there are fewer and fewer one-hour photo shops around. So when Casey Musgraves and her sister Kelly found the shop, they fell in love with it and with Tom's kind soul and ambitious work ethic. So much so that they even created an Instagram page for the shop. After Casey and her sister posted a few pictures at Tom's, the story of Tom and his photo lab went viral. The page now has over 90,000 followers, and the shop has hosted actors, singers, media publications, and social media influencers from far and wide who come all the way to see Tom's unique shop and charming character. With us today is Tom's son, Nick, who will be speaking on his father's behalf and sharing his story. I really can't wait for you guys to hear this, so get comfortable, turn up the volume, and enjoy. Thank you so much for setting aside the time to chat. I'm really excited to, you know, hear this story, and I was so moved by it. I, you know, came across, I think, when did everything really blow up? It was, like, back in, back over the summer, right? Yeah, over the summer of 2019. Of 2019. Yeah, that's. I remember seeing it on the news, and... um, I just fell in love with the story, and then uh, I was on social media, and uh, I just fell in love with it, and I'm, I'm so excited to, for those who don't know, to have you on to, you know, share the story, and I really love to support small business, and yeah, I'm so, I'm just so excited to, to start off the chat. Yeah, absolutely. It's a super wholesome story, so yeah, like, it's, it was a really good time for us, too, because, like, this story blew up. Um, I guess it was like a shooting star because mm-hmm. before that it was like 10 years of nothing <laughs> yeah and like we're watching and in those 10 years like you know not only do we, are we just struggling to pay rent and make ends meet but also we're seeing related businesses like other one hour photos from the 90s and 80s mm-hmm. uh, go extinct right right so yeah so, like, for those looming, who at least it's looming um, I guess dread of like oh am I going to be next in this extinction process Right. It's a really scary thing. I mean, the digital age and all these advanced technologies. And for those who who don't know, you know, Tom's one hour photo. Not a lot of people are familiar, obviously, nowadays with one hour photo shops. I mean, if you if you want to explain, you know, what exactly the shop does and what it is. So pretty much we are studio photography and we do what the old one hour photo is. So we we develop um, film rolls. For, from disposable cameras, and we we print we print digital pictures, and then our biggest selling point is studio photography, where you would go in, we pose you in front of a background, and and take a few pictures, like your own little personal photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So it'll be about twenty ish minutes, where you're going to be living the effectively the Hollywood treatment of photo shoot, um, because you have an enclosed background, you have like a little studio. And yeah, you'll have that on a local level, on a more personal level, because you don't have a bunch of paparazzi following you, but you can <laughs> right. still feel like it. 
Right. And you can walk in for, you know, you don't have to make an appointment. You can walk in or have things changed with all the recent success. Um, we take walk-ins and appointments. However, yeah, with um, with everything that has happened and with our influx of, of popularity, yes, and the fact that we've become a tourist attraction at this point, um, <laughs> we strongly recommend you make an appointment. Awesome, awesome. But weekdays, weekdays are pretty open to the point where you could walk in and your chances are pretty good. Weekends, you better make an appointment. Yeah. <laughs> so the shop, I mean, how did it come about? Uh, your dad's from Vietnam originally, correct? Yes. Awesome. So, I mean, did he always have a love for photography, if you don't mind sharing the story with that? Um, so pretty much with that, um, how Tom, I guess how Tom's Firefly was founded um, is, yeah, my dad, he always loved photography, and he knew it was it was a very strong in Vietnam back then, mm-hmm. right? And then immigrating here, yeah, immigrating here, uh, he was like, he wanted to start his own business um, after working in it was like working as like a like an assembly line worker pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he started off as an assembly line worker and it's like, okay, it's like this is how just like the nuts and bolts work, right? But I'm not getting paid nearly as much as what I should and also like he's not living his passion, he's assembling parts, but his passion lies in taking photos. So mm-hmm. uh, with that, like he saved up enough money to buy a camera and then he went around yeah, run around Los Angeles, take pictures just to practice and then um yeah, started his own business. Um, that's like the, the, yeah, it's like the super, super quick, quick spark note. Sorry. <laughs> um, awesome. but yeah, it started, it started in the late eighties. Okay. Yeah, it started in the late eighties. And then, um, with that, like my, my dad's, uh, Tom is his, his inspiration. Um, nice. is like this nostalgic. Yeah. It's not, well, I mean, now it's nostalgic, but <laughs> back then it was like, it's definitely like the studio. Yeah. It's like the studio look. All right. And it's definitely mm-hmm. the, the magazine kind of look. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. I mean, so, yeah. there is something really special about photography. You know, I I always say I'm an amateur photographer. Photographer. I don't know a lot about it, but I really just love to capture to capture moments and you know take as many pictures as I can. When I'm traveling, I like to take a lot of videos because there is something really nostalgic and personal and special about you know having those moments captured. And that's so interesting, um, you know, that that's really why he got into it. Because, yeah, it's it's a really, it's a special craft. So with you then, I mean, you're an engineering uh, student, I believe you said. Well, now it's graduate. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. I'm that's amazing. I'm an engineer, which is super great. Okay, awesome. That's great. So was <laughs> photography ever, you know, something that you took part in or was it not really your thing? Um, I've always loved, yeah, I, I love photography as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, it's not my biggest passion. Um, however, it is it's like a branch of one of my passions. So okay. if you will, um, so, you know, dad does his, his style of photography because like, as you said, you know, photography really is an art, right? Mm-hmm. So what and like how do we make photography our own here um because any joe schmo can just you know point a camera and shoot right right um but like what like what do we want from it so my dad like he has the studio look right like this is the stuff that you put in magazines on top of billboards on ads um mm-hmm. stuff that you put in your wallet all right stuff like that portraits um things that you frame like that's that's his aesthetic mm-hmm. um the children, my <laughs> sister and I, are approached it. Uh, my sister, she likes to do um, landscapes, 
right? Nice. Different scenes. Right. Yeah, she likes to do scenes, cityscapes, um, yeah, and, and like, well, yeah, landscapes. That's that. Yes. Um, and then for me, I like action shots. Okay. He's like, how do I capture motion as a still image? So, and of course, you know, because I'm an engineer and I kind of study motion, so like it makes perfect <laughs> sense to relate that. So, photography. Sure. So, to answer your question directly, um, I've always loved photography. I I always appreciated it, super appreciated, it, and always wanted to be part of it. Um, but I never, I did not have any intention of making it my profession. I had no intention of making it like my life mission. But there's, I will always have it as an extension of my world. As something I practice. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, did you, growing up, did you help out at the shop at all? Or, you know, were you very involved in it uh, as a kid? Uh, yeah, 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 here and there. Right, because there's only so much as you can do when you're in school, right? Right. So, like, where I would help out is pretty much like if, like if we just need another pair of hands on deck, you know, to, to, to like, to extract the negatives out from rolls or to print out some digital prints, then yeah. But when it came to studio photography, like that was all just my dad's work. Awesome. Awesome. So like you said, um, with, you know, advanced technology and oh my gosh, like everything a cell phone can do now, how did that, in your opinion, change business over the past couple of years prior to everything happening this past summer? So prior to everything happening, that was effectively the meteor that killed the dinosaurs. So (laughs) advancement in technology... I know it pains me to say that too, because I absolutely love dinosaurs. <laughs> never forget. <laughs> Hashtag never forget. Yeah. But yeah, you know, with the advancement in technology, like, yeah, you know, old style photography is obsolete. It truly, really is. All right. So that's what really destroyed, that's what really took a blow to the photography industry. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of companies had to adapt to the digital age. And because, you know, it was just more convenient, they were better image quality more often than not. Um, and it required so much less chemicals. Right, like the last time I heard mm-hmm. someone really requiring to do a dark room is forever ago. Right. Was, you know, since the nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I if I were to go to a millennial and hold a hold a negative case, or not even a millennial, like someone like someone born past two past two thousand five, mm-hmm. or show them a negative case, they wouldn't know what that is. Oh so yeah. They probably think it comes from a dispensary holding marijuana. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, yeah, like stuff like that is completely ancient. Totally. Uh, and yeah, so then, sorry, I'm like tangenting. No. Uh, but yeah, to answer your question, it definitely was like the thing that changed the metagame mm-hmm. of photography. Definitely. And that's something that I've seen, you know, in, in school, I was a film student. So <laughs> that's very much oh, the same thing with. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It pretty much the same thing there. You know, I mean, you can't even get people to go to the movies, especially right now, but you can't even go you know, to the movies because everything is on your, your phone, on your TV. Like, you can download movies and, and watch. And that whole medium is just so different now. And I, I think one of the things when I was still in school, that Black Mirror episode came out where it was all interactive. And I don't know, I can't remember the name of it <laughs> or if you know what I'm talking about, but... I do know, yeah, no, I have no idea what the episode is called, but yes, I am aware of what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm blanking on it. I'll look it up. But yeah, pretty much when, mm-hmm. like, looking at stuff like that and how, just how much technology has changed certain mediums and how we, you know, consume, like, film and TV and art, it, it's really, really interesting. 
So, and it, yeah, <laughs> definitely keep the dinosaurs alive as, as much as possible. <laughs> but yeah. then the summer of 2019, everything changed pretty much when Casey Musgraves walked into the shop. If you want to yes. explain that story, because it's a great one. I mean, I could, it's a long story, so I can keep it, I keep it uh, summarized. Um, for yeah, no worries. But pretty much um, Casey Musgraves and Kelly Musgraves, her sister, mm-hmm. um, were just looking for somewhere to develop roles. Yeah, like one hour, yeah, just like the classic one hour old technology. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, then they, they stumble upon this place in their travel. But yeah, they're just traveling leisurely. And it's like, oh, what? It's this random pop-up store. It's like, let's go in, right? <laughs> and so then they walked in. And then my dad treated them like any other customer, right? Right. <laughs> treated them like any other customer. He's like, all right. He's like, he had no idea who they were. Um, so, yeah, you know, he, he, took, he extracted the negative out of the roll, and then and there you go. And it's like, all right, cool. You can pick it up. Um, he's like, yeah, you can pick it up, like, in X amount of days. Mm-hmm. And then and then uh, seeing what the shop was, like, Casey took, a, you know, Casey took a good look at what the shop was like. It's like, what else do you do here? It's like, I love the, like, I love, like, the, the nostalgic look of this place and look at all the, the display photos you have. Do you also do portraits and whatnot? Like, yeah, we do studio photography. Absolutely. It's like, I'm like, wow, I haven't did, done one of those since childhood. It's like, let's go. It's like, yeah, totally. Let's go take some pictures. So she did, let's have a photo shoot. So then Casey brought her, like she, her own makeup artist was there with her. So it's like, all right, let's get dolled up. Like, oh, right wow. Here. <laughs> set, up, set, set up shop in the, in the full body mirror right here. And then, you know, she did a photo shoot and then those are the, and then she posted those pictures and then, you know, when they say nothing happens overnight, you know, that's not an absolute statement. Mm-hmm. So, like, overnight, like, we we got, like, she made us an Instagram page, and that page absolutely blew up. 13,000 followers in the first night. Wow. That's like, crazy. That amazing. And I know I was literally on it this morning in preparation, and you guys are almost at 100,000 followers. And, like, that's insane. Yeah, we're so close. Uh, yeah, every, I will list everything about the social media page in uh, the episode description. So hopefully everybody will go immediately right after listening to this and go follow and yeah, check you guys out. Perfect. So, I mean, what was your, <laughs> after I'm sure your dad figured out who she was and, and learned about Casey, I mean, what was his thoughts on it all? Was he transfixed by any of it? Um, in response to the story, pretty much, he he's, he remain, he chooses to be you know classic Asian like classic um, <laughs> Asian like you know humbleness. It's like yeah, you know, it's like it's, it's no, that's like I'm really grateful for this, you know. Uh-huh. Like he gets to like dad gets to you know do have be in business, stay in business first and foremost, and then second of all, um, do what he loves because he his passion lies in photography in studio photography, mm-hmm. right? And you know for for ten years he was not really able to do that. It was a dying, extinct, almost extinct industry. So, you know, he had to resort to making watches, you know, fixing watches, right? Right. So, like, he adapted to just do a, a, a completely different skill. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was, like, for 10 years, like, not being able to do your passion. I was like, that's, that hurts. <laughs> that ages you. Definitely. You know, that actually kind of went senile for, said, 10 years. Mm. And then all of a sudden, overnight, you got to do his passion. And then, like, you know, he's 30 again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, so, yeah. Um, or his, so yeah, his response is, is effectively that um, our response as a family is like we're really happy because now it's like an all hands on deck thing. Um, mm-hmm. Some like or like some of the I cut my cousins like came over to help. Actually, it's like oh yeah, like we know like when I first happened, we were completely unprepared. 
right? Like, <laughs> well, we did not expect this to happen, right? So yeah, like they came to help out. So it kind of brought the family together too. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really great story. And I think it just goes to show, you know, how great it is to support small business and especially, you know, such interesting and unique uh, businesses in the, in like the art realm. Um, Cause that goes the same with, I, we have a local record store by me and I just, it's the same relationship where there's just such charm about it. And every time you go in, it's just such a homey feeling and it, it's so great. And I love supporting them. And I just, yeah, I encourage everybody to go out and, you know, find a local business. And if it's something that you're really passionate about too, like photography, that's all the better. And just continue to support it in whatever way you can. I absolutely agree. Like I, you said you came from a small town, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Very so, small town. You know, um, it's, Coming from a small town, the sense of community is a lot stronger. Like, I went to university in a small town. Mm -hmm. Coming from a big city, I thought I wasn't going to like that. But no, I actually really liked it because, you know, well, that small town feel is also has a strong sense of community. So if you say, let's say, you say like the local baker, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you have, you go to that person, you know, you get to know them by name. Like you get to know that you get to like have conversations with them. They've seen you grow up, right? And then you, you remember your town by the smell of their bread. Right. So yeah. us as, you know, photography, it's like we are the neighborhood photographer. Mm-hmm. So you came here to to shoot milestones of your life pretty much. So people in, from middle school to high school to college would see themselves. You do their weddings to their quinceaneras. Like Definitely. They would watch themselves grow up. We would watch them grow up. Mm-hmm. I think back then, the guy who sold his chemicals um, when we were developing, you know, darkroom photos mm-hmm. uh, and just regular, regular negatives, um, he watched me grow up from when I was a kindergartner to today. Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah, that's such a special relationship to have. And yeah, I'm just, I'm so glad, you know, to hear this story. And I, I'm interested though, with everything going on with coronavirus, I mean, are, are you guys closed for the time being? Yes. Yes. So yeah, due to the governor, yeah, due to the mayor, I think, yeah, I think the mayor's order um, to suspend all non-essential businesses. Like, yeah, we are in the non-essential category. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so as a result, we are temporarily closed. I think periodically we're posting on our Instagram story. Yeah, we'll be closed until the order says otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's really tough. I, I mean, I'm sure you've already experienced some difficulties with that and it's, oh my goodness. I just, I know with everybody, I was just talking to, um, a founder of another company yesterday and she said the same thing. It's just, the unknown of not knowing when everything's going to open up again is the most difficult part of it all. Like, and just the safety of it as well. I absolutely agree. I think we're all in solidarity when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, on on a high note, I really like to conclude all of the interviews by, you know, since this is handling it and the podcast is all about dealing with life's ups and downs. I really like to ask, you know, our guests that we bring on a piece of advice that has changed their lives. So what I'm interested to ask you, is there anything about your dad and his work ethic that has inspired you on how to handle certain challenges in your own life? That's a really good question. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, That's a really good question. Especially in these times, Catherine. Right. (laughs) Regarding Tom's one hour photo and this entire story, Mm -hmm. I would say two things. Um, 
I think the, for me, for, like, yeah, like, I would say two things. The first is when, the first, yeah, the first is, you know, first and foremost, in times of plague, like now, um, adapt to your skills. Like, that's just because we're put on a hiatus doesn't mean you have to let your life stop, too. Mm-hmm. Right? The world around you stops, but you can be at home doing something, right? And right. you can do it. And now that, yeah, now that, you know, things are kind of not being done for money because um, it's all frozen, uh, mm-hmm. you can do it for you. Right, even if it's a little by day, like you can do it for you. So that's that's first and foremost with the whole coronavirus thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and second, I think the biggest one of the biggest takeaways is please do what makes you happy. Do it like do what you're passionate about. Find what you're passionate about and do it. Stick with it because if you're not doing that, you are acting you, like you're not living. You're mm-hmm. you're gonna age quickly. You are dying. Definitely. So, or like you'll go mad. I mean, as as I said, like dad went senile for said ten years, like <laughs> like he was going down, and then all of a sudden he he operate, he's like almost he's like sixty, and he and like half of his life was given back to him because he was just doing something he loved again, right? So, and that was all over the course of overnight. And that could happen at any point in your life, too. Mm-hmm. Now with everybody, you know, being at home, it's, I think, a perfect time to try and find something really important and a passion of yours that maybe you had. And now you have the time to pursue or, you know, keep up with. Uh, I think that's really great advice. Thank you. Well, um, I'm so glad you shared your story and, you know, the story of the shop itself. I really want listeners to know, though, you know, where's the best place they can find out information about the shop and hopefully look into making a trip out there once everything has calmed down. The best place to look for information about us is on our Instagram page. We have a link tree with everything very thoroughly organized. Awesome. So, thanks, to, thanks to the children. Yeah, because my, <laughs> my parents do not run the Instagram. We do. Yeah. So, yeah, we do. So there's a link tree on the Instagram that has our hours, our prices, and more or less what we offer. Um, from a regular photo shoot to development to even events. Great. Yeah, I, you know, I have yet to be like out to California. It's next on my bucket list. I, I've been dying to get out there. It's a long ways to go from Pennsylvania and New York. So you'll have to bear with me. But oh, yeah. yeah, I definitely want to get oh, out. No, those plane tickets are cheap right now. You know? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have like the Hopper app actually. And I just have so many dates like set for like months down the line. And I'm telling you, the other day I got a notification. It was like, you have a, a $61 flight out to San Francisco. I'm like, do I take this? <laughs> do I bet on this like whole virus being over? Maybe, but <laughs> yeah, definitely. To just buy it and reschedule it a ton of times. Right, exactly. <laughs> so thank you so much, Nick, for coming on. And, and again, stay safe out there. Tell your dad hi. And yeah, I wish you all the best. We will. So yeah, thank you so much as well for the interview. And Yeah, stay safe as well. Thank you. All right, I'll talk soon. All right, guys, how great was that story? I'm so happy that Nick was able to share his father's journey with photography. I think there's so much to learn here about the importance of staying devoted to your craft and maintaining a strong work ethic. So if you live in California or are going to be visiting there anytime soon, take a trip to Koreatown and stop by Tom's one-hour photo. It's definitely on my bucket list to get there someday soon. In the meantime, though, you can follow them on their Instagram page at Tom's One Hour Photo, which you can find in the episode description. Thank you guys again so much for listening. And let me know what you thought of the episode. You can reach us on Instagram at Handling It Podcast and feel free to send us a message and let us hear your thoughts and suggestions. 
Can't wait to see you next week with a brand new episode. Until then, keep staying safe with everything going on in the world right now and keep handling it. I'll talk to you soon.